Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. All right, it's time to talk with our featured guest, Dr. Chris Phelps. And Chris, talk to us. Tell me one or a couple of tactics, strategies, or thoughts we can do with in-house membership plans that you know can definitely help other practice owners out if we were to implement it today. Yeah, well, you know, one of my favorite uh, mediums, if you will, to promote the membership plan, and uh, you and I are kind of kindred spirits in this in this arena of ground marketing and grassroots marketing is... <laughs> I would go to retirement communities, like find my ideal patient, active living, independent retiree, and do educational seminars on site at their place and uh, promote the membership plan and kind of weave it into the presentation. Uh, So it didn't seem, it was kind of one of the first things we talked about. And then I just hit them with education after that. So that nobody ever felt sold or anything like that. But doing those events like once a month, and of course my hook was I I brought uh, wine and cheese, right? And, uh, you know, Napa Valley wine. You can't get to Napa. I'm going to bring Napa to you was kind of like my hook to get people in. And yeah, I turned those events into like the social event of the community and everybody, they kept coming out and we kept having being packed and we just kept getting a ton of patients uh, through word of mouth referrals and and those that came to those meetings on the membership plan. So uh, now, you know, in a post-COVID world, it seemed like we couldn't do that for a long time, but now the masks are off, right? (laughs) So yeah, that's just one of many things you can do uh, from a, a grassroots standpoint. That was always my go-to. Uh, so you find your target market and you bring a message to them, right? In essence, uh, uh, one thing people aren't, aren't really thinking about from an internal standpoint is the existing patient who has dental insurance. Well, I want to make sure every one of my, you know, I just did a webinar for our clients over at Dental Membership Direct last week. And I said, every one of your existing patients who has dental insurance should leave with a brochure about your membership plan and an application page. Okay. They need to be educated about it at the chair because for three reasons. So number one is because while their insurance, their uh, employer may pay for their insurance today, if the employer is trying to catch up on expenses and losses from COVID still, they may cut it out as a benefit tomorrow. And so you want that patient to know you got something to cover if that happens. Because what I learned through uh, doing those seminars was that the majority of the reasons why people without insurance don't come to see us is because they feel like they can't because they don't have insurance. Right. So there's like, that was that little barrier and the membership plan gives them that sense that they have insurance. So they feel like they can come in again and do the preventative stuff. So you want to let them know you've got something for them if they lost it tomorrow. But a lot of companies are actually cutting down the benefit. So they're not going to cut it out, but maybe last year they paid 60 bucks a month and the employee paid 30 bucks a month for the dental insurance plan. Well, this year they're going to flip it. So now the company's only going to pay 30 bucks and now the employee is going to pay 60 bucks a month. And so not only do I want them to have a brochure going home with that person, but I want them to highlight what the monthly cost would be. Because in contrast, that's what the patient's focus is going to be on. Well, I'm paying 60 through my work for this crappy insurance plan. Oh, wait, these guys have something for 40 bucks a month? That's a much better deal. Maybe I'll go over there. So we actually get people off of their insurance plan. They won't renew and they'll pick up your plan instead, right? And then, of course, the third reason you want to promote that to your existing people is because that 
they probably know somebody that didn't have insurance. <laughs> and now you're going to turn them into your advocate and they're going to say, hey, I got something for you. My dentist was just talking to me about this. Check this thing out. You're going to love them. They'll pass that on on your behalf, right? And so automatically we've got three key areas where somebody you might have ignored because of insurance can actually be a huge boost to your membership plan population. On the first uh, point with the reactivation, how do you let them know or how do you pique that interest? Even though they have insurance, right? But how do yeah. you pique that interest where you're like, hey, man, just in case you don't one day. Yeah. Well, and that's usually the, the hygienist of the, is usually telling the patient while they're waiting for the doctor to come in for the check. Because there's a, that five to 10 minutes lag time anyway, where we're waiting to get in there. So they'll just say, hey, you know, our way for Dr. Phelps, just want to let you know, I'm going to put this in your hygiene bag. Here's a little brochure about our membership plan and application page. Now, I know you don't need it today. You have insurance. But if something happened to you tomorrow, we got you covered. Or you may find that you're just like I said, you may find your employer is not going to pay as much. Well, then I would encourage you to look at our plan instead. Or if you know somebody, please feel free to pass this on. Cool, thanks. And so it literally takes less than a minute to, to say that on the way out. And then the doctor comes in, does the check. Hey, how's it going? Boom, and you're done. And then now what I really love about it is now, like you just said, we can not only educate the patient at the chair who's here, but what about all those people we lost, right? All those people that we reactivate to get back on the schedule. Well, digging into some of my clients' offices and, and going through their overdue recall list, I, you know, and surveying and calling patients and emailing them, why aren't you coming in? Come to find out a huge number of them weren't coming in because somewhere along the line, they lost their dental insurance plan. And it goes back to that same barrier I said before, because they lost it, they now felt that they couldn't afford to come. So they don't, unless it hurts or they're in pain. Well, just by e-blasting e them uh, about your plan and letting those overdue know, hey, we got something new, we got something for you. If you lost your insurance, we got you covered. And I also like to pair that with a postcard campaign to them as well, because not everybody's going to read email, maybe it gets lost in a sea of emails. God knows it would if you emailed it to me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, some people, I want them to hit two different mediums, something they can touch and feel, something they can look at in some form. So maybe you text it to everybody if you can. I'll leave that to you. But I want to message them in two different mediums that way, an online medium and a print medium to make sure they got the message. And what we're finding is a lot of offices are able to reactivate a buttload of patients they thought were gone. And they're coming in for the membership plan specifically. Guys, so on the postcard and the email blast campaign, how simple should that sound and look? Just as that, the headline should be something that hits the pain point, which is lost your dental insurance, we got you covered, or we got your back. You know, something that lets them know, this is your problem, we got you, we got a solution for you, okay? Hopefully that headline is enough to, to get their interest to want to read more. Uh, and then in the specifics, it's just, you give them some of the highlights. You kind of, like most of the things I talk about from an influence standpoint, you got to anchor them to something else higher and then talk about what you want to talk about. So you can say, why would you, you know, don't be concerned, I'm sorry you lost your dental insurance, but why go out and try to buy your own policy for $700 a year? When our plan would get you these benefits, right? If not better coverage for only 365 bucks a year or whatever the price is, right? For a dollar a day, you could stay on the path to better oral health or for a dollar a day, you can get back on the path when you're trying to reactivate somebody to better oral health. So people, I really like that 365 number for that reason, because who doesn't have a dollar a day, right? Um, <laughs> Like the McDonald's dollar menu is, uh, was as popular as it was for a reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. So then how often should we be doing this? Let's just say we, we, we did the membership plan. It's simple. We're ready to do this. Now we just sent an email blast postcard campaign. The first year, or this is the first time. Let's just say next week. I listen to this episode next week. I do it first time. Should we follow up every year? Or? Yeah, yeah, good question. You know, at first I want to segment my list like anything else. You want to take, say, people that have been overdue 
anywhere from a month overdue to no longer than 24 months overdue. Okay, so for these people, I'll actually stretch out a little bit and go out, out to two years. So if you can pull a list of who's overdue for that long, that's ideal. And then, of course, you want to go for the low-hanging fruit first. So anybody, you know, zero to six months overdue, that's who you target first. So they, they get the first wave this week. Uh, next week, you get the six to 12s. The next week, you get the 12 to 18s. Next week, 18 to 24s. Uh, and then I might go one more round through everybody again. So everybody's going to get the message twice. Okay. And typically, if they're getting it in a print form and in an online form, and they're exposed to that message twice, in this case, potentially four times between the two different areas, if they didn't move, they're not coming in. <laughs> right. So I kind of wiped the line clean and we're going to start a new set. And in another six months, we'll hit the next six months people that are overdue. Right. And then so forth. So then it's just every six months I'm staying on the, the most current ones. Gotcha. In your uh, office where, how many did you say you were on your membership plan? We had just over 3,000. Okay. How much were you charging there? Uh, two ninety nine. Two ninety nine, and it was the same thing. Like you, your hygienist was talking about it, other people were talking about it, postcards and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Going to that retirement community, doing the on-site events, uh, getting our existing patient base educated about it to those that had insurance to go out and spread the word, uh, or not uh, renew their insurance. You know, a lot of our patients came in if they knew that we were fee for service, they weren't have to pay anyway, but. When we saw how bad their plan was, we showed them the differences. Many of them were able to, you know, switch over. So we'd catch them at like the patient treatment standpoint and say, well, hey, you know, if you are on our plan, your insurance is going to cover this. But as a plan member, you would have saved this and got your cleanings. Uh, and so that you got multiple little areas you can kind of hit people and touch on them to do that. And of course, when you're doing any kind of online marketing or external marketing with a membership plan message, there's something you have to, to put in there to counter another mindset barrier. So, and I learned this with my retirees as well. So many of them, like when those first ones came in, were like, you know, they, they like what they heard at my on-site event. I got them excited, but they were still kind of like, I don't know, sounds too good to be true, right? What, and that was really the mindset. What's the catch? Because <laughs> people have learned when it sounds too good to be true, typically it is, right? There is some kind of catch. So that barrier alone in an online ad or in any kind of external ad, you know, like a print ad, whatever, is enough to stop them right there, right? That's it. Well, sounds too good to be true. Probably is. Move on. And you got no chance to capture them. So you need something in there to counter that mindset. And the best thing you can do for that is Google reviews. So what I've been telling my clients as well is that every new Google review you get from, uh, I want membership plan patients doing those reviews, okay? Mm -hmm. And I want them to answer a one simple question in the review. What did you think about this membership plan? Why didn't you, you know, why is it a good deal? Or answer that question. You thought it might be a catch, but it's really not. Can you speak to that in the review for me? And I want the patient to go, well, geez, I thought it was way too good to be true. But hey, I've been coming here now for six months and I'm on my third visit with it. And this, it's everything they said it was. Yeah. Something simple like that's all you need in there for a patient that's social proof, right? To go, oh, so it's not too good to be true. Huh, okay. Now I'll come in and try it. Yeah. So you got a pair of those two. If not, you're, you're missing out on a buttload of people you could be getting in by not getting over that too good to be true barrier. Gotcha. So then right now, Chris, what are some mistakes you're seeing that practice owners or just people who are doing this uh, are, are making that's super common that maybe you can speak about where you're like, oh man, they just need to stop doing that, pivot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, I realized the hard way that uh, while I pitch it uh, to the patient that has insurance at the chair, 
the existing patient, I realized I don't pitch it to the existing patient without insurance at the chair. <laughs> Uh, because I got, I actually insulted a couple of my patients. I was like, Hey, Mrs. Jones, you know, guess what? I got this new plan. You know, if you're a plan member, we could actually save you money on your visits today on what you were going to pay. And I had several of my female patients look at me and they were like, you think I need your discounts? You think I can't afford you? I can afford to be here. I earned the right to be here. And I was like, yeah. dang. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah. like, they were sour with me. I was like, all right. Oh, note to self. I, I should not assume that everyone wants a deal. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, good to know. Uh, yeah. So I stopped pushing it at the chair on existing patients without insurance. We hit them at the treatment plan. Anybody with an existing patient without insurance, when we do a financial presentation or treatment plan presentation, that's when they're going to hear it. Hey, but as a plan member, while the price is X, as a plan member, your price will be here. Mm-hmm. So it actually makes kind of a good anchor and a way to step them down into a discounted price. And again, you get more treatment acceptance for that. So that's definitely one area people could be bungling, trying to push it at the chair to the wrong person. So person with insurance, yes, push it at the chair. Person without insurance, don't push it at the chair. <laughs> Wait for them to need treatment or something else, and that's when you're going to get them kind of thing. It's interesting. Okay. That's yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's a small little thing, but believe it or not, it makes a big deal. Yeah, because I would normally think the opposite. I'd be like, oh my gosh, they, they don't have insurance. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to want this. And uh, never thought about, actually, honestly, to be hundred percent, I never thought about pushing with people with, uh, insurance at all. Cause you think like immediately they already got covered. They don't need to hear this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're only going to want to get whatever they have, whatever their insurance covers, but yeah, they're probably I frustrated with that. Double or triple your membership numbers in a very short amount of time doing that. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So this is one of the mistakes. Any other ones that you've seen so far? Oh yeah. I mean, Jesus, all kinds, uh, you know, back in my day, you know, there really wasn't any automated platforms like what we have with Dental Membership Direct. So I can only offer annual payments, right? There's no way I could really do monthly payments because uh, I couldn't store their credit cards anywhere securely or anything like that. Uh, nowadays, because it's so easy, you got to offer both, okay? And I tell patient practices, look, if you've got very little open chair time, very little capacity, meaning you don't have a lot of places to put people and new patients, then sure, charge annually, right? So you could be picky. But if you really want to use this to fill up your office with the right quality patient uh, who's going to be there for the long run, then you got to offer both. Okay. And I was kind of anti-monthly payments for a long time until COVID hit because I thought, well, if anyone's going to default, it's going to be somebody paying over time. Right. <laughs> but I was surprised with our clients. We didn't really see that. Like less than 2% of people uh, historically uh, default before they pay up what they're supposed to. Okay. And on top of that, I thought, well, surely with the COVID shutdown, everybody's paying monthly is going to stop paying. Because nobody has a job, right? Nobody's making income. Well, what we realized was not one time, not for any of our clients, did the patient stop paying. They kept paying monthly. In fact, some of our clients made so much money during the COVID shutdown that they didn't qualify for the PPP loan because of their membership plan monthly income. <laughs> yeah. so that showed me that that number they're paying is so low on that person's radar and their monthly spending, they don't even see it. They're not even concerned by it, right? They just keep paying it. So I was like, holy crap, if they'll pay that sucker even during a pandemic, we got to offer monthly payments. Not only are you going to get more people on it, but again, it goes back to what are they focused on? They're going to see that monthly amount and go, all right, that either fits in my budget and what I spend monthly or it doesn't. Or they're going to see, well, this compares to what I'm spending per month with my company on insurance. It's either better than it or worse than it. Oh, this is better. Why am I doing this when I should do that? You know? So for me, it's just going to open more doors to people saying yes and getting on your plan. Uh, because again, if you get them on your plan, well, guess what? That's the best retention tool there is. Now you've just created another anchor to your practice. The doctor patient relationships, one anchor that should keep people coming back. 
the team and the patient is another anchor. That relationship should keep them coming back. But now you got a third anchor with your membership plan to get them to come back, right? To your practice. So, you know, marketing, right? If you, if you lose less people out the back door, you don't have to pay as much to replace them with new people. And so every new person that comes in now you can grow with instead of trying to replace what you just lost. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome, Chris. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them in the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Yeah, probably the best is hit me up in my email, uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S at drphelpshelps.com. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's going to be the show notes below. And really quick, you also are part right, owner of, uh, talk to me a little bit about DMD. Yeah. So Dental Membership Direct is a company started by Drew Burns, uh, who started the Fee for Service podcast and that Facebook group. Uh, Drew and I have known each other for a long time and he's been after me to join his company for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I finally decided, you know, the timing was right and it made sense. And so we kind of got together about eight months ago and I rebuilt a whole new platform for our clients that we've just got everybody moved over to. And it's going to be like most of the things, you know, when I build something, I build it to solve a problem. Okay, that we need. And I'd build it to be the best damn thing out there. <laughs> uh, I, uh, my goal is that we will not stop until it is the premier service in the industry. And, but at a fair price, right? Because that's really what it's all about. Um, so I'm excited to be a part of the company now. And, and again, I'm going to be more involved with all of our clients doing what we're doing now, talking to them directly, doing their team training on how can they increase their membership plan presence in their practice, in their community, become the, the dominating force. Because to me, the, the, that's the private practice fee-for-service model of tomorrow. It's a membership plan model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome. So, guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. And Chris, thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Thanks, man. Everybody enjoy your coffee. <laughs>